Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is bonus episode number 16. On this show, I've got a great conversation with Marcel and Simon of the band Senna. Definitely want you guys to check these guys out. Um, had a great time talking with them. First off, huge shout out to them being awesome team players. Uh, because of the time zone difference, they were up late to talk to me. Uh, the podcast conversation started at like 1130 their time, PM, um, and we talked for like an hour. So they were up past midnight um, just to bring us a great conversation and um, be able to, to kind of talk with you guys and you know, I think it's going to be one of those things that this is a, a band that is on the rise. You guys are uh, able to see them before they blow up, and they are blowing up quickly. So this is going to be one of those bands that I want you to really latch on to, tell all your friends about, so that you can be the first person in your friend group talking about the band Senna. And... Again, huge shout out to Marcel and Simon. We had a great time talking about the new music, um, their upcoming tour, which is why this podcast is going out so quickly. Uh, they are going out on the road in the UK with Resolve and Siamese, and it's going to be fucking dope. Do not miss this tour. Um and yeah, it, it was just a great time talking with them. I really enjoyed it. Really hope you guys do as well. So let's just dive into this episode. This is my conversation with Marcel and Simon of the band Senna. Awesome. Um, so to kick things off, I do start with the same boring ass question every time, only because I refuse to sit down and think of something better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple introduction. Who are you? What do you do in the band? And just to Let's do a fun fact about yourself. You go first, Simon. Okay. <laughs> I just okay. throw you on the bus. <laughs> uh, so, bro, like, yeah, I'm, I'm Sam. I'm the uh, vocalist for the band Senna. And I'm, I'm really glad to be here. I'm just kind of uh, a bit nervous because we're about to get on a big tour in like one week. So, it's yeah. with Resolve and Siamese. So everything's spinning right now because it's like the first first uh, tour I'm playing. I've been in bands before, but but that shit's real. That shit's getting real. So I don't know. It's we're doing a run of like 70, 16 shows, and we have one one day off. So yeah, it's kind of I'm getting kind of nervous like right now because I've never played so many shows in a row. Yeah, but I'm totally hyped, and that's. Just that's just kind of the thing right now. Uh, I'm totally going through. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. What's a fun fact about you? I'd like fun to know. <laughs> yeah, you want to know a fun fact about me? Okay. I've been like when I've been to kindergarten, I've been the chief. Like there, there were some some kind of gangs in the kindergarten, and I was the head of it. All right. Yeah. Little, little kindergarten mafia know. going on. <laughs> awesome. What about you, Marcel? Yeah, so my name's Marcel. I play guitar in Senna. Um, also really stoked about tour. 
Um, and I need to think about a fun fact. Um, I I used to only own black T-shirts, uh, and one of a kind, kind of the Steve Steve Jobs thing. Yeah. Um, but I I'm I'm not doing that anymore. But that was actually a really nice experience because uh, like when I stopped doing that and just wore normal shit, people would just go, right. What's that? Yeah, it's a blue shirt. And everyone was like, Jesus fuck. Like what's <laughs> what's happened? Yeah. Yeah. Can recommend. No, it, it's actually really... go ahead, Simon. <laughs> yeah, actually, you, you you got some new shirts for sure. But when we talked about the tour like a week ago or something, it was we were talking about what to pack, what to bring, you know, all that stuff. And uh, he said oh, that's no problem for me. Like I've got 10 black shirts and now I've got 10 new other black shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting over it slowly. <laughs> I you try know, to. <laughs> it, it's a crazy thing though, because they, they've done studies on it because, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, Bill Gates, there were a lot of these people that always wear the same outfit and they've done research into it and they claim that those people tend to see a higher level of intelligence and a higher level of success because they take out, they're eliminating choices for the day. So they don't yeah. have to worry about a lot of stuff. So like they're, it rewires how your brain works on. So, okay, so I heard that as well, but the, but the, the real reason is that I was um, kind of just fed up with my wardrobe. So I just right. like found <laughs> one good shirt. I was like, why do I not just wear this every day? Like, I like this shirt. I hate wearing other shirts. Just buy this 10 times. Yeah. It, it, I think it didn't make me smarter, uh, yeah. unfortunately. But, but, I mean, it made life a little simpler, right? Like, you yeah, wake yeah. up, you know what you're grabbing. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I could recommend it trying and then you kind of figure out. Uh, I don't know. I just gave away so much clothing also felt really good so i had a lot of space and now i'm building back up um yeah. and then at some point i will probably just go uh all black again for some time i don't know yeah but it, it's kind of the stereotypical thing too you know the all black all black clothes for the the band guy right like all the yeah, merch is yeah. on a black shirt all the <laughs> i i remember like one time uh one of my colleagues she also wore all black and i looked at her and was like that's my outfit like and then we suddenly looked like partners uh in crime was yeah. also yeah awesome um so since we've already kind of started talking about it let's talk about this tour with with Siamese and Resolve you guys are going to be out for a little over two weeks um talk about you know Simon you have kind of alluded to it already the the nerves and everything that are coming into you just signed a, a label you're, you know, really just getting a body of work put under you. And now it's like, oh, it's time to hit the road and not with like some bullshit bands. Like this is a big deal. Absolutely. Like we've played before uh, a little tour across Germany with um, Ocean Grove. It was three dates, but, you know, every date had its uh, spare day off between it. So now... Um, I'm doing kind of harsh vocals and mix it with uh, clean vocals and stuff, 
breakdowns, screaming and, and everything. Like it's, it's kind of a, I don't know how to say, uh, it's, it's not that easy. I just say that it's not that easy to, to, to get those vocals every time on, on, on point. And I, I had to practice a lot. Like I've never had, I've never practiced that much because I don't know, I've been singing for like about 30 years by now, uh, singing in, in choir and stuff. And so the normal practice for me was kind of, kind of a routine, but by now playing it, I don't know, four, six, 16 shows in a row. That sounds crazy to me because I've I've been into band, I've been in bands playing metalcore. I've been into a band playing like post hardcore and stuff. It was always uh, some kind of extreme vocal style, but I never had to do more like two shows in a row. So right. this is something I've been really looking forward to, but uh, also I've been really scared. So I built down uh, a little vocal booth uh, uh, down in my basement, and then I started to shout this shit out of my heart. You know, and, and to get to a point where I can say, okay, now I've been doing this every day, and I can do this on tour. And I guess this will be really good. Because I just pushed myself to, to another level, hopefully. This works <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll, because we'll it's something <laughs> different when you do it when uh, uh, in your basement or, or when you do in the rehearsal yeah but uh i don't know it's getting really really tough uh, i'm i'm really hyped i'm really pumped for it that's yeah. the first thing yeah yeah but but i'm also like playing with the, those guys it's it's just uh Crazy good bands. We've been playing with uh, Resolve One Show in Karlsruhe before, and uh, we just connected right, right, right at it. We just, we just had fun with them. Um, we had our uh, funny moments that we won't forget, and and hope that tour will uh, get us together. So, yeah, I'm I'm really crazy about it. I just I, we just want to have fun for real, right. and. And the first thing of all is just get get our music out to the people and like I want them to to make sure that when they they hear the they don't know us, they hear us the first time and I want them to get blown away. Like there there will be some some kind of fans or uh, people that heard about us or heard some songs, but I don't know. It's kind of crazy produced. Uh, our music is, is is really good produced, and and we wanted to make sure this is this is on point. This is out there on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think you know, Marcel. I'll jump over to you in just a second. But on that, I do think you know, it's something that I always like to to remind fans, especially if they haven't heard of you before. Like, get out and see the openers at shows because that's where you discover your next favorite band like you may be going out it may be a bunch of Siamese fans that are coming out like get there early to check you guys out because you may be the next band that they fall in love with yeah absolutely yeah yeah we'd hope so yeah right <laughs> so Marcel your thoughts on you know again thing to, oh. to set out on this two-week tour and and just rock out I mean I, for me it's probably a lot easier to play 
a lot of shows in a row like i i hope at least i don't know it's also the first time for me um uh, to play that many shows uh in in succession but but um yeah i don't know just like um especially in the last week the tour prep has been going on and it was very intense and then also like a lot of annoying shit uh like the whole brexit uk thing where there's a lot of stuff you have to like you have to pay customs and all of that stuff um yeah but but just like um so so the siamese singer is actually organizing everything so he's also managing the band and also managing the tour and all of that stuff and just just the way we've been communicating with him already was also like very um reassuring um because there's a lot of like horror stories where the support bands just get like i mean not not abuse but kind of abuse really yeah Yeah. (laughs) so for sure uh, and yeah, you know, you know, you probably heard a fair share of stories, but that that just hasn't been the case. Like he's been very open about like all of the processes. Um, it's it's also like it's it's a proper night liner, which is a first for a lot of people on the tour. Um, so far, like I mean, like there's some rules to it. So because everyone's living in in like tiny cramped space, but like everyone's been really open about it, setting up the rules, but also like just. I don't know, being really understanding that we're um, starting out, you know, and it feels like everyone pulling into the same direction and sitting in the same boat, which is like, I don't know, that that's already amazing and hasn't even started yet. So oh, yeah. also just stoked. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's the beautiful thing. You know, I, I talk with all kinds of bands, all kinds of different genres and stuff. And, you know, you do hear the horror stories about like how competitive the music industry is which is true but there's so much camaraderie as well built into the music industry and it's very apparent in the the heavier music scene it feels like that the everybody understands like a rising tide raises all ships right like if we're all taking care of each other we're all going to succeed yeah totally and also like there's there's so much uh shady shit going on there's a lot of talk about um i don't know the thing with the merch cuts yeah and also i mean the whole corona thing has been wild for a lot of musicians and all like social media it's it's like a really harsh environment being an artist today um and the like like you said like the heavier music scene has always been like a very special place and and um, we all come from that local music scene so we we all played I don't know like in front of kids uh, we all like just helped set up stages um, and like we we know that and and deep in our hearts like we're we're still um, I mean we're not a local band anymore but we all played in them we all know the scene um, especially hardcore scene uh, and the metal scene which ha- has always been like very welcoming to all kinds of people and um it's just nice to see that it kind of like has a place even when when you start to become more successful and and siamese and resolve are like huge bands you know they don't have to be nice to us kind of yeah like i wouldn't be mad at them if they were like a bit arrogant but there's nothing like that like they were just the nicest dudes um and it's like i don't know that's just awesome yeah for sure um, and I, I think you're right. You know, it, it's, I think what it is for the heavier music scene is I think 
that those artists tend to remember the the struggles that they went through when they were a young band. So they, you know, they relate to the young band coming in and they don't want to put them through the stuff that they had to go through. Yeah, definitely. And we also like we all had our fair share of that <laughs> as well already. So um yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're talking them up, so we might as well talk them up a little bit more you mentioned you know Siamese and Resolve are not like small bands or new bands by any means what was it like for you guys as you're starting out to kind of see these guys you know starting to blow up in the scene and now again to be able to say hey we're going out on tour with these guys like what what is life right like we we had our first show with uh being as in the ocean mm-hmm. and, and holding absence, it was for real. The first show we played with Senna and uh, those are bands I'm listening to on my daily basis. I listen to, to all those holding absence songs and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a shy guy. Uh, we walked in and we saw uh, um, the guys from Being as in the Ocean just putting their stuff together, getting ready for a sound check. And we we were really nervous, but we have we had our best player um, uh, going in front, and he was so cool, just saying hi to everybody. And that kind of I don't know that melted some ice for us. And still to this day, it's it's just I'm looking up to 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 bands and and people like uh, uh, I don't know anybody who's doing this kind of music. And going out there and, and 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 screaming the hearts out. So I'm just looking up for those people, to those people. And it's for me, it's really important just to to hang out, to say thank you for doing this and and keeping this scene alive. Because like with COVID, everybody could have said fuck it, we're done. I, I kind of kind of did that because um, with our band before we we had released an album like uh, March 2020. So that yeah. kind of ripped it yeah. apart. Yeah, totally, totally ripped that band apart. But I don't know. We started something else. So that's totally fine. But um, the music scene is getting back to life. Like we remember it. It's, it's kind of getting, it's a slow pace, but I think it's getting there. So yeah, it's, just, it's also like uh, Resolve, we're just playing like a huge tour in Europe as well. Um, I think uh, just just at this moment as well, Siamese has been going for like such a long time, which I didn't know necessarily. But then I, of course, looked more into them. And I think for me, one of the craziest things is like it, when I scroll through my Instagrams, like um, like those are bands that people I know, like my friends actually listen to them. It's like um, so like I know people that already had tickets for the tour before even knowing that we were playing with them as well, yeah, you yes. know. And it's like um this is different than what we're used to. Like just that. It's like normally I don't know if you have played in bands before, but if you're not like local bands can sometimes be shitty, and I definitely played in some shitty bands. Um, I also played in some really nice bands, but um just like a lot of times i had to convince my friends to maybe come you know it's like 
yeah please come it's not like there's cheap beer just please i don't want to do this in front of 10 people <laughs> yeah you know it's not like that anymore and that just feels really nice um because yeah we play with like being as notion are just like seeing legends right yeah um we 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 were and it was our first show and when we arrived at the venue it was like 3 p.m and it was supposed to start at 8 p.m and there were already fans in front of the venue just looking if if they might catch people off guard and might ask for for a selfie or something it's like dude what the fuck are they here for are they looking for us i mean not for us but like for the show yeah that's that's amazing it's insane and you know being as a notion like you both have said are are legends in the scene um and for those guys i think the thing is like they're so well liked and and so well respected because again they've they've never been those people that hold themselves a level above anybody below you know what i mean like you guys are coming in that it doesn't matter we started there too like let us give you some tips maybe on the best way to to move up i hear we were so shy to talk to them but then we um i don't know like i i'm i don't remember who exactly said that to us but one one of uh one of them or maybe it was also someone from holding absence but they said uh they they sometimes hate it if the local bands don't say hi just like because they're on the road um all by themselves and they traveled europe for like several weeks and then people won't say hi and for them it's also cool to get to know uh new people and it was like such a fresh perspective because like like I'm thinking, why would they care? You know, we're just yeah. like another band, but absolutely. They, they but then we talked them. Us. They knew yeah, about they us, knew. actually. Like we had, we had. Uh, I have been talking to them, and they just said, "Welcome to the family." Like holding absence is is, is on the same same label and stuff, and we yeah. we that was crazy. Like n- knowing that people know your music i don't know how to say but it's it's just a crazy feeling to 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 say okay i listen to that band on a daily basis and 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 they know my music that's that's way above that's just way above for me yeah it it almost gives you a little bit of like imposter syndrome right like oh yeah i i don't deserve for you to know who i am what is happening (laughs) it's crazy we we um like we've been given so many huge opportunities and it feels unreal and we really need to grow into that role still because for all of us it's just so unreal and I mean it's a lot of imposter syndrome but it's not even that negative it's just I don't know it's I like I I feel like everyone of us just feels like a teenager again um and getting to look behind the curtains you know and And we're we're playing with Silverstein and it's like I'm I'm feeling like a small boy like tiny boy like right now because it's like listening to that band starting to listen to the band back in 2006 or 7 or something and it's just such a great honor to play with bands like this being his notion from the first album from the first first music they ever released i listened to that yeah so i feel so yeah. uncool you know like there's so many bands it's like yeah of course we're rock stars but we are just like little kids like oh shit we get to do this yeah 
but but again i think you know in the heavy music scene uh, everyone remembers when they were in your same shoes so like you know it 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 is imposter syndrome but in a weird way it's almost a a roadmap right like look man they started in a very similar position as us and look at where they're at now maybe i you know i can get to that next level or whatever um and you mentioned um silverstein huge fan of them myself as well and you know i've had shane on the show before and um talked to him a few times at like warp tours back in the day things like that and the the incredible thing he and i talked um man for the podcast was like 20 2021 so during the the height of all the covid shit like really starting off or you know uh locking things down and he had made the comment that you know he would easily go back to the shittiest dive bars to playing the smallest shows he didn't care like because he just wants that feeling and you know you guys are in that same spot just moving in in the upward direction instead of having to take back step yeah i think what what helps me a lot with uh, dealing with that imposter syndrome is just knowing that while with Senna everything happened really fast and there's a lot of luck involved which I don't want to take away from us as well because I know we've worked really hard but there's also some luck involved I'm not gonna lie with that but at the same time Senna to me feels um, just like the product of everyone's work they've been doing for such a long time you know it's like no one in our band has been lazy um at any point like every one of us was always playing in bands and um even like even if if it's uh, nowhere near successful as as senna in in such a short time like all of those bands were like you could always tell okay that this is not like just your average local band like they have it was always good music but like i i i know like every one of simon's old bands and they were always like just really really fucking good um and and like and also fabi's old band like was it was one of my favorite bands and it was just just a local band but like i love their music and maybe they just didn't get lucky like us right or 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 maybe they didn't try as hard but like all of us are such like hardworking guys and with the past bands it wasn't successful and now it just seemed to to have clicked for us and it's like that kind of helps me um like deal with that because a lot of times i just feel like dude like how lucky and uh, but but at the same time i know like like if i think about the other guys in the band i i can say like from the bottom of my heart i know that guy deserves it you know so i can say that for yeah you know so that kind of helps sometimes uh, dealing with that but not always no but but it is about putting it in that perspective that you know when the imposter syndrome kind of creeps in and you're like man i don't deserve it to try to shift your view and go, you know what, maybe I do. I've, I've busted my ass to get here. It's not just this random thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, um, it's I don't also, know. It's, yeah. oh, go ahead. <laughs> and also it's like, 
it's it's always good to appreciate this just to remember where we come from and, and like like you said those those legends from being in the ocean they were so down to earth to us they they talked like i don't know they were the nicest people and that kind of reminded me to say okay they're they're people just like you and me and they're just having a great time on tour but I'm th- I'm just thankful to 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 do this because uh, I just thought like two, three years ago my music career was done like I've I've had this band and we uh, released an album that went into the sands like no one's been listening to because we didn't even have a release party or something so it's just, it's just I don't know it's it's good to be to be thankful for all of that yeah for sure. And even though Jess is hiding in the background, uh, so don't feel like you have to talk it up, but let's talk about signing over to Sharptone, um, yeah. you know, getting that phone call and, and being, I, I've often said Sharptone is, and it's not because Jess is on this call, Sharptone <laughs> is one of those labels that the roster doesn't miss. You know what I mean? Like they've just got such a great eye and ear for talent. What was it like when, they came to you and were like, hey, I think we're ready to do this. Unreal, like completely unreal. So mm, so Tom Williams is our manager and he's like um, probably most people that are just like music fans know him as the guitarist for Stray from the Path. Mm-hmm. Um, but but he's also managing a lot of bands and and we were already talking with him and and he was already managing us and and he asked us like, if you could dream, if you could wish, like what would be the label? And like all of us vote Sharp Tone. Um, because we're just like huge fans of the roster. Like, of course, everyone has their like own taste, but but like Sharp Tone was just a common denominator, like right. out of the bed. Um and <laughs> I mean just the reaction. So we shed uh, we, we we said that and he was like yeah sure I'll, I'll ask you know um and and just seeing that this is like an option like like a viable option <laughs> and not just that like moment was crazy like oh, 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 oh did i say that do we just say that i don't know that gets way too unreal in that yeah, moment and... it was getting unreal yeah. yeah and then and then it kind of just happened and then it was like everything happened really fast and um i don't think we actually realized what was happening for for i don't know it was a crazy ride right because like in a very short amount of time working with um tom we already had like like this huge team behind us with with sharp tone and we also like had booking uh booking agency kingstar music which is also huge so it just came in all at once so it was like jesus what's happening like that's crazy and i i think for me the defining moment is just like we were asked and we said it and and he was not like yeah that's like a wish he was like yeah let's try like why not yeah and he didn't tell you to lower the bar by any means no and like um i mean uh like we talked a lot about tom and he's like he's worked with a ton of people and he always makes fun uh, of us for being so German and so correct. And so like down to earth and, and pessimistic. Um, 
and for us with tourists, the germans with the germans german ever like yeah and he told and us that we're going to get the shop tone deal and we were like okay what is the deal sir like what, <laughs> what what is standing on the deal that's just so crazy no so so he's been always like he's always the one i don't know like he's dreaming big but not in like a in like a weird yeah. like um naive way it's just like like he has he has goals with us and he's like pushing for like big stuff without being unrealistic you know it's like sometimes sometimes we we say shit and he's like you know guys like let's wait a few years maybe like that's a bit a bit too much at the moment but like i remember with the silverstein uh shows for instance uh simon just asked about them um because he's a silverstein fan so he just asked tom you know there's these shows in germany you you think that might fit <laughs> and he's like oh yeah like right i'll ask and then and then this happened you know yeah and i don't know that just feels unreal because um and 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 the crazy thing about it it's not that we're like just being favored in a weird way where people just give us a pass it's it's really like oh no i i showed them the music they love it so they said sure we want to have them it's like jesus christ that's same unreal. thing happened to to like the tour with siamese like it's it's just a great honor to play with them and uh um, the music was shown to to the singer of siamese and he said totally digging it i'd love to have those guys on the sh on the tour so that's we're not we're not like it, perhaps it sounds like and sometimes we have to rethink about it, it sounds like we we're having luck throwing darts and and hitting bullseye every bullseyes every day but i don't know we 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 try really hard to to make our music sound the best we can we try really hard to make it live the best show we can do so i don't know yeah i don't want to say we deserve this not at all but it's <laughs> we're getting to to points where where this is all getting way too big in my head but it's it's i don't know we're really good at playing our music live and hopefully we get to do that even a lot more yeah okay yeah yeah no yeah i think it's you know like you said maybe it's easy to say i don't deserve it or whatever because they are incredible opportunities but like we've mentioned already you guys are busting your ass to get there it's not like somebody just walked by and was like hey uh here you go here's the chance to play with silverstein just go do whatever like no we're we're working our ass off to even potentially throw that out as a common question for it yeah and and to be fair um we've just played a handful of shows um and all right. of them like went smoothly but i mean at some point we will fuck up the show you know like that's that will happen and and i think so far um i don't know the work just pays off and we had like a good run so far but there will also be like like i mean maybe not you know i don't want to like if if we're lucky enough to just like go through with it everything and, and it just being very smooth you know then that's fine with me but uh you know there will be there will be maybe like um 
there will be a time where maybe we play a show and it's kind of like too big for us as well where it's like we we cannot really um we cannot really like perform or, or like like keep keep the keep up the speed you know and then yeah. and and that would be fine as well it's um i mean at the moment like we've been thrown into this like two weeks tour and then like only only one person of us has like properly toured so far or like two persons you know so i mean maybe um i guess we're just like trying our hardest to keep up and then at some point maybe also we we figure out okay um like we need to work um maybe even also a bit more to, to like to to tour for two weeks or whatever i mean it's also 30 minutes set like let's i'm not sure if i could play 60 minutes yet you know i've never right. done this um we have like we have great opportunities but there's like so much potential to grow still and i'm like so far everyone just has like this really positive attitude towards everything um so like i'm super happy i'm super glad how everything's going it's still unreal just i don't know man <laughs> yeah it's so crazy yeah for sure and I, I think to your point like obviously every band doesn't matter who they are right like all the way up to justin bieber and ed sheeran like at some point you you just have a bad show like it's going to happen um but i think the the thing is and you guys are it's very apparent to me that you guys are in this headspace like this is our first opportunity out doing 16 shows like you said, sure, it's only a 30 minute opener set, but at the same time, it's 16 days of watching some guys on the next level. So now we get to pick their brain. We get to see what it takes to, to do that. Um, and I think it's going to be a, has the potential to be a great learning experience for you to absorb that next step information. Yeah, definitely. I'm 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 still not sure just like how I move on stage and shit or like you know all of that it's it's so many tiny details which is like um I mean it doesn't help with imposter syndrome but it's still like do you think it's cool if I have my guitar is up here or if it's down low you know it's all of that <laughs> right. stuff and but like you know n none of our guys in the band are like being dicks about it it's like everyone's kind of in the same boat it's like oh i'm not sure if that's cool and and all of that and and like being in that environment's just like yeah it really feels like we can learn and and also um i don't know like i think that's also something really nice working with sharp tone or and also working with tom um they really just let us do our thing for the most part um while supporting us with a lot of processes of course yeah but but for the most part like we're just doing our thing and we always get to get to put in our two cents which um there's also horror stories of course uh where that's not possible or where, where bands get fucked over by labels and shit yeah um it still feels like it's just center it's just us doing our thing but we have like this huge team in the background just supporting us um as opposed to, okay, there's this product, there's a lot of people in the background pulling the strings, um, and there's five guys playing some instruments as well. Right. Yeah, that's something I've said about Sharptone before, and again, not just because Jess is on the call, but um, <laughs> Sharptone has this incredible ability to 
let the process happen. Let the band, like nobody knows the band better than you guys. So why am I going to step in and change your image or, Hey, these are the outfits that you guys are going to wear every night on stage. And this is what you're like, no, you guys are the band. You do what you think is right. We'll help direct you. If we think that that's not maybe the right move or, you know, like it's almost a like big brother situation. Like we're just, we're here for support to help you, but we're not going to do it all for you. And not in a negative way of like that they're hands off. And if you fail, you fail. It's, it's that we want you to be as creative as possible. So why would I step in and potentially derail that? Oh yeah. That's definitely how it feels. Like we've, we've also had like a lot of discussions um, about like all, all kinds of different things. And, and for some things we actually disagreed and um, then, then the other side just said, you know, it's cool with me. It's your decision. Like I would advise you to do something else, but like in the end, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I'm not angry with you. It's just like, you can trust me. Like I might know it better, but like you do you. And then, right. um, yeah. We, and then it turned out that they were right <laughs> from the beginning and we should, should have just listened to them. That's what always happened so far. And then we always apologize and say, Oh, we're sorry. We should have listened to you. Tom, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we would have thrown our album out right now. Just popped out <laughs> moments later. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, you know, it, but it's, it's great because, you know, again, they are so supportive and do genuinely want to see you, everyone on their roster succeed. But at the same time, like you just said, like, okay, sure. I don't think that's maybe the right idea, but go for it. And they're not going to stop you until it's like, hey, absolutely not. Like you can't, you can't make that a merch design. Like that's obviously going to piss people off or whatever. Like they may stop you there, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like, all we're doing is keeping you from like, wrecking your career where we want to support you in the betterment of your career yeah we're still yet to um wreck our career yeah uh, <laughs> fingers crossed yeah well hopefully that doesn't happen anytime soon um obviously you guys are we've been talking about the tour a lot what's kind of 2023 look like as far as new music you guys dropped the ep last year um obviously it's doing very well people are, are seem to be gravitating to it and and really hooking into it um is there new music on the horizon what's kind of the the mindset for you guys right now yeah like if it was up to us we would like be throwing our music out constantly but yeah we have to be patient we learned that uh our music our piece new for for a lot of new people mm -hmm. so we have to be a bit more patient i know that ep like now for three years or something we we started yeah. making those songs way way back in 2020 or something so we have to be a bit more patient we have uh perhaps one other music video coming out from a song from the ep so that's a thing that's uh, still gonna happen before we release new music like 
us being patient, everybody else has got to be a bit more patient with us. Like we, we've re we started recording our album and it's going really good. And we started recording last year. I don't know if I can say so much, but this is okay. Jess will wild. pop in and Jess will pop in and tell us no or tell me to cut it later. <laughs> say whatever you think is right. <laughs> that that shit's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. We're playing two songs live from our album right now. And those songs they they really kick. And I love them because when you do an EP and, and you think about an album you always think am i gonna uh make it up to those songs am i gonna like rose is our biggest song right now yeah is any of those album songs gonna be as big as that one and when we play our songs live and you know people don't know us when they come to a show not all of us not all of them but um we've we've get we get so many comments about those songs about those two album songs, everybody's asking us, how is that song called? Where can I get that song? Where can I listen to that song? So it's a good feeling that we're gonna get great album together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah awesome. Um, without Jess yelling at us, what uh, tour <laughs> plans are there, if any, past the, the Siamese and Resolve? Are we doing any summer festivals or summer tours things like that yeah so we have uh we have the two silverstein shows in june yeah. uh, beginning of june we have one confirmed festival which is in august i think which yeah. which is super cool to us so there's a festival that i went to as as a teenager as well always wanted to play there um it's like a small one it's not it's not like the rock am ring or something in germany right. but it's like it's my hometown festival. Uh, almost, no, not hometown, it's, a, it's a hometown festival being as an ocean playing like. <laughs> yeah, you know, so being is playing like a lot of great bands are playing there. Um, we have a show coming up with Buried Tomorrow also in June. Um, I, um, I think there's probably a lot of stuff maybe coming in on short notice. So, so far, um like we have no concrete plans on touring but like we we kind of have an open slot end of the year yeah if we find something like we would like to fill that um but so far it's it's um yeah every everything that's already confirmed on our um socials um and apart from that i don't know we, we're working on it but but for us things can happen like really fast um because we're so new so I remember the Resolve show was, I don't know, we were asked just two or three weeks before it, our thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Um, yeah. So people just need to be like, uh, if like you can't miss it if you're like in a blink of an eye. <laughs> That's just how it is at the <laughs> no, moment. <laughs> no, that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. That's what but, social but, media is for. <laughs> Yeah, exactly so, yeah um, and, but the good thing is like we don't play uh, a lot of uh, summer festivals this time uh this year but we have a lot of time for recording our album that's yeah. a good point yeah i Actually, think also yeah. uh, what 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 you need to have in mind as well is that a lot of the stuff that is like a lot of the concerts are just like um 
corona concerts that got canceled and postponed so for a lot of the stuff it's just like um the bands have already been booked so that's why i think like this year is still um apart from from like the huge results i mean so of course um um i think it's a bit more quiet but like we we can use that time for yeah album I, stuff for sure and i i think that's definitely true of like a lot of the overseas stuff like over here in the u.s we're seeing a lot of new tours um and things like that but i think it's because a the U.S. didn't give a shit, and we opened way faster <laughs> than we were supposed to. But like the the Batu show that are playing right now, they've been postponed since 2020 or 2019 something. 2020 yeah. was, and yeah, they they postponed it two times. That's crazy. Yeah, so I I think you know I think you're right. I think for the for what my audience will see as the overseas market, you know. I think you're absolutely right that it's a lot of like, hey, we didn't get to come over because of COVID and then the whole UK Brexit thing also fucking with everybody. Um, now we're going to get over, we're going to play those shows. And to your point, like next year will be like, okay, these are fresh new tours running and we can really, you know, dive into it. Um, let's say perfect world. Uh, if you were making a, label mates tour who would you want to go out on tour with that are label mates don broco yeah don broco is definitely don broco um we played a show with holding absence i think also big oh. inspiration for us also lovely dudes um for me it kind of sucks because like musically it would be uh weird but i i'm a huge loath fan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like for to me that's that's been my favorite metal band I think in the past two years because it's just such a like new and fresh approach to it. It wouldn't make sense for us to, to tour with them. Like it would be really strange, but that would bit. be so fucking nice. I, I don't I think just it would got... be that strange. I don't think so. I don't think it'd be that far off. I just photographed them on their last tour over here, and um, they fucking killed it. So yeah, you know. I, I saw a lot of the live recordings as well. It's just, yeah. dude, everything. I don't know. You could probably just um have the roster in there and throw some darts, <laughs> right. um, and it and it would work out. But for us, Absolutely. like definitely, Don Broco is just also um like especially the technology album is like huge inspiration for us musically as well, and um if like especially for the album songs that you only get to hear live uh, but if you kind of know it then the like similarities are also probably pretty obvious right um yeah and holding absence i mean they're just touring everywhere so like <laughs> yeah I, yeah i got to see them uh last year i photographed the when we were or not when we were young sorry ohio is for lovers festival um and they were on that and they they were another one that like i knew of and you know had been a fan of but i think a lot of kids were just discovering them last year and i don't think they were prepared for the fucking show that holding absence puts on yeah yeah i i i think so so the this was our first show with with being and holding absence and i think just like the roster was also 
super super fucking nice for for holding absence as well because i mean of course being as notion like the show was sold out like they pulled a ton of people um and it was also like the perfect fit for holding absence and the people loved it i mean yeah. lucas absolutely phenomenal singer and yeah yeah he's making he's making something big out of his voice he's just it's just good. I've been I've been listening to Holding Absence since like the first album, um, and I, I've I've seen them live like about three years ago, and he's made such a curve. His vocals got so crazy good, like that's, and it's insane too because not only has he grown his voice, like that dude does not stop on stage. He is running around. He is fucking jumping doing high kicks all sorts of shit and it's like bro breathe like what is happening <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. absolutely crazy <laughs> like i'm i'm trying to get there like i i've i hopefully one day i get there yeah so, I, I think you're on your way um i'm on, on my way <laughs> <laughs> um obviously everywhere but on this tour that's coming up where are some of the the shows that you're most excited to to be able to hit before I knew about Brexit being such a shit, <laughs> I thought like everything in the UK. Um, still, I'd love to play in the UK, but um, this had some unforeseen um, problems coming up to us. Still, it's London, I guess, for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving that city. It's like I've been there four or five times. And uh, I've been to clubs, I've been to concerts over there. Just I've, we've been going to 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 concerts just to London for the sake of London, just for the feeling to go there and listen to concerts. I've been I don't know I've been to London for at least something like ten concerts from and it's like flying over there. So yeah. Seeing my band play there is just one crazy hell of a shit. That's just really big for me. So I've never been to London, so same for me. Like, but for <laughs> the opposite reason. Um, also, like Copenhagen is just like a, the hometown show for Siamese, and it's like it was sold out to a degree where they had to add another show, which also immediately sold out. So I'm expecting crazy shit to go down. <laughs> I, I could see that. That could be a, yeah. a thing. No, that's so that will be awesome. Um we also have like two two shows in Germany. Like so for one for one thing, it's the uh, the last show in Oberhausen, which is just the last show of the tour. Um and it's like a, it's like a huge venue. A lot of people are expected to come. Yeah. Um a lot of people we know as well, you know, so and and also like one show, it's Wiesbaden for us it's it's still like a 45 minute drive from us but it still feels like a hometown show because we like i think from everyone that's where all the friends will come yeah um so that will be just also really nice um i mean a lot of shows in germany in general which probably um softens the blow like if it would be 16 days uh us tour that would like <laughs> probably be a lot harder right yeah yeah um speaking of obviously you guys are looking at the analytics and stuff 
not saying that you're coming over this year, but coming to the U.S., what are some some towns that or cities that you're seeing like on Spotify analytics or whatever that you're like, man, we have to get over there to see that? So there's one. Uh, I don't know which one it is exactly. Um, uh, I kind of forgot, but like there's this YouTube channel, uh, Five Hate Six. Um, yeah which just has like all of these amazing concerts i guess it's more hardcore and shit but that's kind of where i want to go i don't know which 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 city is that uh i knew you were getting ready to ask me so i'm looking it up because i don't remember (laughs) where he's from either (laughs) um let's see they are in course it doesn't tell me right off the bat um <laughs> I, I, I but on say, his website he that. literally says a one-man operation based nowhere um oh perfect <laughs> yeah but it makes sense maybe he's also like traveling around a bit but just like everywhere he goes and if we if we get the luxury of of being filmed by him and being on the channel like that would be a piece of history yeah. <laughs> for me at least yeah that dude has put on some incredible uh, like like you're saying, like recorded some incredible artists and and whatnot. Um, if anybody goes to his his uh, website, hate56.com/bands, the list is insane for the number of people he's he, like. If you've if you know of a hardcore or metal band, he's probably done something with them. Yeah, that's that's so cool. Um... No, um, I don't even know about like other cities in US. Um, like honestly, uh, where where is uh Chain Reaction Anaheim? Anaheim, California. Yep. Absolutely, because back in the days, <laughs> there were so many videos. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like you, that logo is um, it's burned into my brain. <laughs> and it's kind. I don't know why. But that chain reaction logo is 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 always there when I just remember about bands touring the U.S. There were some music videos I don't know uh, that had that logo in, and I just remember that as a fucking good concert location. I don't know if it's a thing still, but yeah, it it just can jump in and correct me if I'm wrong. It is still a thing but they've moved where the original like they're not in the oh, original okay. location anymore i don't think um but yeah no i i think those are are great places or ideas you know having hate five six would be insane um just because he's again done so much and then legendary venues like chain reaction um I'm thinking closer to me, jealous or, you know, selfishly, uh, like Chicago (laughs) has some incredible venues for, for a lot of like hardcore shows. Um, so I think, I think it's something that could easily happen. Obviously the timing has to be right. Um, for people that are going to come out to those shows, what words of advice do you have, uh, for the ones coming to this tour with Siamese and Resolve? If if you're up for it um, and and you're not shy, just come and talk to us. So uh, maybe maybe we look like we don't want to do that or whatever. Like maybe we we are just like stressed out, but actually like um, we we love getting to know our fans and having a chat with them. Like I, I enjoy that a lot. So um, 
um if 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 you have questions or just want to say hi just come come to our we're probably sitting at the merch table you also don't have to buy merch you can just say hi and um if if you're into that please please just do that way like we we'd love to um get to know everyone personally and we really enjoy doing that you're not annoying us with that like quite the opposite <laughs> right absolutely right. that's a good point that's just a good point um you don't have to listen to our music before but if you come to a show just hopefully you fall in love with it i don't know yeah. i hope we you see that everybody's doing their best to to get this music perfectly defined out on the on the live shows so if you want to talk about like guitar nerd stuff oh like, go hit, go <laughs> hit go, yeah talk to me talk to toby talk to our foa they're totally toby. crazy about it you can talk yeah. so much guitar <laughs> shit about it if you if yeah. you want to talk about beard come to me I'm, I'm fine with that yeah like every yeah everything else go talk to simon but if you're <laughs> like into nerd shit and guitars then uh let's chat yeah uh i went back and i I knew I had seen an article about this a while back. Uh, Hate five, six is he's originally from New Jersey, but he's based in Philadelphia as of I see. stone article just a couple of years ago. So um, actually just last year. So Philly would be an eight hour drive for me, but that could be Jesus. theoretically happen as well. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I've done stupid shit for shows, man. Uh, <laughs> so Obviously, everything's I'll, more far away in the u.s right i'm, I'm we're, we're gonna get, that's gonna <laughs> get so crazy, crazy bro. it see but it it is but i think at least for me when it's an artist that i want to go see like i've i've driven five and a half hours to columbus ohio from my house went saw a show photographed it and drove home that same night like <laughs> That's commitment. That's yeah, commitment. like everybody done that kind of shit. I've been to to end Berlin for for one of the last shows. They're back together, but back then it was it was said that was kind of the last shows. So I've been flying to London just because of that. But I'm just I'm just a dreamer, and I'm just a the scene kid like everybody else. Yeah, we we'll exactly. love to do that. And I I think that's the thing, you know. I think especially for me, post the pandemic and everything, I guess maybe, you know, putting this out there for listeners too. post the pandemic, we, we learned that music is not guaranteed, right? Like live shows aren't guaranteed anymore. So for me, it's like, you know, sure, I may get a chance to see this band again, but I may not. So why would I miss out on that opportunity? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'll link all your socials and everything, but what's the best place for people to find you online, best way to interact, things like that? Probably Instagram at the moment. It's like where we have um, like the most regular updates, regular content. We also have like a lot of playthrough stuff in our YouTube and also will be there will be some new stuff as well. Um, so again, if you're a guitar nerd, check out also YouTube. Um, I think also uh, something important, um, if you have Spotify or like Apple Music or whatever, go follow us there as well, because that's actually um, how you know about new releases. And also if uh, Spotify has this feature with like concerts that are near mm -hmm. you, 
which is definitely how I get to know which bands are playing I want to see. You know, I might miss that as well. Um, and we will create a TikTok. Let's let's uh, let's see how that will go. <laughs> this tour would be the perfect time. You're going to have all yes. kinds of random shenanigans going on. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it's going to start, right? Yeah. yeah. So far, we've been like pretty conservative with the TikTok because I don't think anyone uses it from our band. But um, I mean, you need to get with the time. Yeah. I mean, just is. just look at Bad Omens, right? Like their song blew yeah. up on TikTok and now they're selling out shows. Noah's been touring for like eight months straight based off just TikTok. So you never know. Yeah, we'll do that for yeah. our first album. Uh, hopefully we'll craft um, a little master plan yeah, to do I, that. I think, you know off the record but doing like behind the scenes stuff and whatnot while you're recording the album would be dope you know little tiktok things and ways that jess won't like for you to sneak out little clips of music or whatever uh, <laughs> but doing stuff like that i do think you know it helps drive that interaction and and in this day and age like there's no better way to interact with fans than tiktok and instagram absolutely like I've asked ChatGPT last night what we could do. Yeah. <laughs> Got some cool <laughs> malicious, I don't yeah. know if she's saying really, I don't know, cringy ideas of making videos. But yeah, just try it. We yeah. got to try. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to it. I'm totally down to it. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever, you know. It'll be good. It'll be good. So that's everything I've got for you guys. Again, I really appreciate you staying up late to do this. Um, really stoked for you to, to get out on the road. Can't wait for you to get over to the U S but definitely going to be blasting as much of your stuff as I can and, and help elevate you wherever I'm able to. So. Thank you so much for having us. We all absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. And that was my conversation with the guys in Senna. Really hope you enjoyed that. I'm fucking digging what they're putting out. And just the the passion that they're putting into all this, you know. Um, it's very apparent that they love what they're doing. Uh, they're very hyped on it. They're also super humble. You guys probably picked up on that in this episode. Um, and, you know, hyper self-aware to some extent about... The fact that this is all coming very, very fast. And, you know, I think it's it's one of those things that they obviously appreciate and it's it is well deserved, but they understand as well that it's not a common thing for it to happen this fast. Um, but, you know, you guys are helping support the scene and I definitely want you to go over, check out their music Um if you're in the area, they are playing the 16 days of um, dates with Resolve and Siamese. Um, so don't, don't sleep on that. Like, go check that out for sure uh, because that's going to be fucking dope. I'm a little bit jealous. Uh, okay, I'm a lot jealous that you guys are getting that over in the UK and uh, German markets, and I don't get it over here in the US currently. So, um, you know, go check that out. 
get out to as many dates as possible, if possible, um, and just show the guys some love. You know, if you're going to the shows for Resolve or Siamese, get there early. Check out the opening bands. Um, you know, I think Senna is going to win over a lot of people very, very quickly. Uh, and that's just pure facts. So, as always, we'll have links to their social medias and everything on the description of the podcast. And then... Um, you know, be sure that you go like, share, follow them, uh, stay up to date. We talked about the TikTok, so, you know, let's see if we can't help them boost those numbers as soon as they kind of embark on that uh, adventure. So stay tuned for those guys. You're not going to want to miss uh, this band. This is one of those bands that I'm bringing to you early enough that you're going to be able to say hey, I've been listening to them all the way back since. And all your friends are going to be like, oh, holy shit, you know? So uh, that's everything for this episode. Be sure that you like, share, subscribe to the podcast, um, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you stream music. That's all super helpful for us. So um, as always, guys, Remember, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.